This first post reads, If anyone is missing a Jimmy John's footlong sub, it's on Shaw, between Victoria and Wasson in parentheses. Appears fresh. You're the type of person who would see a Jimmy John's sub on the ground, just laying there. You would pick it up and eat it. No, 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 no. I would definitely try to find the owner. As long as not one of my all-time favorite. If it's a Caesar chicken wrap, you can say goodbye. I'm a Caesar chicken wrap guy. I didn't beg you for a Caesar yeah. chicken wrap guy. They used to call me CCW in college. They did not. They did. <laughs> CCW. <laughs> that was my name. <laughs> this is Nosy Neighbors. I'm Chinadu Naka. And I'm Candace Thompson. And we'll be breaking down the most absurd neighborhood posts we can find on the Citizen and Nextdoor apps. But not just there. Man, where else do we check, Candace? We be snooping in garbage disposals. The little crevice in your eye where the boogers kick it. We be probing for these posts. Man, we probe in our robes. Bend over and cough. <coughs> We're looking for a post. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. To all our listeners, okay, make sure you measure your foot-long sandwiches. Do you know they're obligated to give you a full 12 inches? They have to. If they call it a foot-long. That's not what's going on. There's a scandal in the... Every restaurant is trying to shave and make a little money. I 100% believe that. How do you know there was there, there was articles written about this? Or Are you, you kidding me? You I bring sue? a tape measure and I measure my own... I, me, I measure my sandwiches. And, I, and then when it's not 12, I say, hey, man, you owe me. Oh, you know what you should just become is a, a lawyer that just <laughs> prosecutes. All I do is prosecute. Bread food. and fast food restaurants. Yeah. I, just I, bread. I, what if there's a meat E. coli outbreak? That's not my jurisdiction. That's not my jurisdiction. I'm I'm only <laughs> carbs. I'm a carbs lawyer. I, went, I did four years for carbs. All rise because the yeast in the bread. All rise. <laughs> and they just open up the oven. <laughs> just wafts. Man, is that cinnamon? This first segment, this is where Chinadu and I discuss what's going on in our own neighborhoods. Mm, what's going on in your neighborhood this week? Was it crazy or lazy? Nah. Lemonade stand? Let me guess. No lemonade stand. She posts a picture of a bird. It's a lovebird, an actual lovebird. And the post says, found rosy-faced lovebird. Hi, neighbors. This little guy was on my porch step and seems very friendly. Is he or she yours? Please let me know. Oh, wow. That's, yeah, it's an actual type of bird. And they look gorgeous. They look like, uh, like parrot nuggets. Why do you have to turn everything into food? <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, back to my post. Oh, my bad. So someone posted, mm-hmm. hey, we lost our love bird a few years ago, and it looks like our chirpy. Could you please take a look at the picture? So then she looks at the picture and compares it to the bird that she has. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it's not. 
I think I'm the only person that found this funny. She goes, hi there. Was Chirpy tagged or branded? And the woman writes back, no, he wasn't. Here are some other pics. And if you're able to see from the pics, his feet were somewhat deformed. <laughs> thanks, for, <laughs> thanks for checking. And then she checks and turns out his feet are not deformed. Mm. So this woman is like, sorry, not your bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless, unless Chirpy ran into a doctor. And got his feet fixed. Yeah. He went to a podiatrist for birds. He could have ran away. And he was like, you know what? Yeah. Since you're not going to do it, I'll do it. Yeah. And just... He's been saving up. Been saving up. <laughs> saving all his bird seeds to barter his for, acorns. for some new feet. Yep. That's a possible. I thought about that. But then I also thought about, mm. what if that is him? And she but she's lying. Because <laughs> she fell in love with his love bird. Exactly. It's too late. Now she wants to keep him. She had good intentions in the beginning. Mm-hmm. The bird charmed her. Charmed her. Maybe said, you know, the bird is a definitely looks like a talking bird. It's one of those birds that can yeah. repeat what you're saying. Could be a parrot. Could be a parrot, tender. And it looked like the bird just straight up told her, I don't want to go back. Yeah. She's like, just say I look different. <laughs> Grab a Google image <laughs> and text it to her. Tell her something stupid like birds' feathers change colors based off their diet. So, right. <laughs> Trust me, she believes. Which probably is true. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's her bird now. It's a gorgeous bird. It's a pretty bird. And it's a great name. Pretty bird. What happened in your neighborhood? In my neighborhood, it was it was pretty calm. Not gonna, it was pretty calm this weekend. But there was one post where a guy asked, "Any idea what's going on in the little green space across from In and Out?" It's about 150 people. Initially, while reading the comments, a lot of people just assume, "Oh, he's from out of town, and he don't know that people really love In and Out out here." That right. 150 right. is very moderate. Right. On a Saturday afternoon. Right. That drive-thru is crazy. That's a slow day. There actually was um, a gathering of aviation enthusiasts put on each year to watch planes land. Were they watching commercial jets? It was like regular planes. So they were just watching Southwest coming. Yeah, they were watching, just watching them land. And it, it was put on by a group. I didn't get the group's name. But they, you can do that every day here. Are you a big fan of planes landing? Landing, for sure. Oh, yeah. I yeah. need them to do that. Need them to do that. Landing is the scary part. Taking off is, you know, they've done this a lot. <laughs> Next up is Neighborhood Watch, where we dive deeper into the apps to find the best local stories. We dive deep as a deep dish pizza. Kenneth. I have a question about pizzas. What's the difference between a Chicago style pizza and a, you know, there's deep dish and then mm-hmm. there's Detroit, which is also a thick crust. The difference is Chicago is not, it's not about the crust. It's about all the sauce and cheese. All that to say we dive as deep as a Oh yeah, deep we dive deep. Pizza. That's all. We dive deep as a deep dish Detroit pizza cabana. This first post reads in the iguana Wearing a bandana attacked a person in Miami. Now, iguanas are pretty common in South Florida, but not this one. A woman received a call from two of her friends saying they were attacked by an iguana in a red bandana. Apparently, the iguana came over from the next door's neighbor house. It ran away and leaped back over the fence after the neighbor, a woman dressed in medical scrubs, called its name. Kevin. (laughs) What's a good iguana name? Right. Probably Slytherin. Slytherin? Oh, they are. Okay. She dresses up her iguana. Yeah, in a red bandana. Now, I don't want to automatically (laughs) assume that 
this iguana was gangbanging. You don't, no. I don't want to jump to that. He could have been, you know, cowboys also wear bandanas. <laughs> <laughs> but did you know this? That uh, a fun fact about iguanas, they like it hot and sticky. Iguanas like to have a basking zone that is around 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Yeah, that's why they're so ashy. That is why they're so ashy. Yes. Iguana sex has to be uncomfortable. Just chafing. Just a type wrinkly, of chafing. Sweaty, hot skin. They don't blink. They just stare at each other. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's it. Oh, iguana sex? I would never buy that porno. You're like, yo, once you <laughs> click on iguana number five, I'm good. Don't want to see it. What's your chilling temperature? I don't think I ever asked you. 72 is the... That's a sweet spot for you? My, that's yeah. my norm. I like it a little bit chillier when I'm sleeping. Mm, yeah. 68, 69 under the thick covers. I'm more of a 74. That's hot. Yeah, Not, it can You're be. Nigerian. Yeah, exactly. I'm warm-blooded. He got that iguana blood. I can feel the nature talking to me sometimes. You know what I mean? Is it, what's it telling you now? <laughs> to move on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wrap it up. This next post reads, NCIS filming mistaken for armed fight. This happened on West 7th Street and Alvarado Street in Westlake, Los Angeles. Of course, it's Los Angeles. Where else would this happen? Yeah. Now, this happens sometimes where people really do. Like, oh, I'm sure. They're just confused. But I'm like, don't you see those cameras? <laughs> well, you'd be surprised. Everybody's a cinematographer now, you know? So they just think, well... Yeah, no, but, like, NCIS, they're going to have these big... Big cameras. Giant cameras. Yeah. <laughs> you know, all, all the old people's focus on... There was people fight. That's all I know. I don't know why it was recorded, but it looked violent. <laughs> I, I remember I saw a, a big, uh, really big dude beating up, like, a gang of for, people. For television? I, I thought it was real. You know, and what I, happened? I got a little suspicious, though, because... He was so big and he yeah. was painted. He was painted green. Should have do. Was this the Hulk? Yes, it ended up being the Hulk. I didn't know that though, until later. I just thought, you know, this guy was getting teased for his skin color, and he just had enough. <laughs> <laughs> and the first thing I thought was the way he was beating ass. I was like, oh my god, this is incredible. Turns out his name was actually um, Incredible Hulk. <laughs> name incredible this next post reads my boyfriend pays our rent and bills he has no idea i'm the landlord what a woman posted a video claiming she's been living with her boyfriend for around a year and while he's agreed to pay the rent and the major bills he has no idea that his rent money is actually going directly to her in the video, she says, so me and my man have been living at this place for a year now. He pays the rent and all major bills. Little does he know I'm the landlord and have owned this place for five years now. So his direct deposits are going straight to me. Several people believe the woman was using her boyfriend for his rent money and called her actions wrong and sneaky. But others pointed out that she has to pay the mortgage for the property as well as pay for upkeep costs as a landlord. So her boyfriend's contributions don't just go into her pocket. Is this wrong? I don't think it's wrong. If he's living there, I see nothing wrong with this. Yeah, but it's weird. If I was the one that was collecting the money, mm -hmm. it would be weird if I didn't tell my boyfriend. That's where it was going. You don't think that's weird? Red mortgage, tomato, tomato. 
If your girlfriend was collecting rent from you this whole time mm-hmm. and didn't tell you, you wouldn't feel a way about that. I'd be so proud. I'm like, wow, you have a home. That's amazing. Look at you doing it. I think, uh, okay, it's messed up. But here's the truth. This woman doesn't have a boyfriend, okay? <laughs> this woman, Not anymore. No, she's making this up. Of course she is. Why would you post? Why do you have such a good thing you're going to tell the social media? Now everybody of knows. Of course your boyfriend going to find out. And he going to leave you. <laughs> Depends how long they've been together, I guess. Maybe yeah. he wanted to just take, I mean. Okay. If he's living there and he's like, I'm paying for everything. I don't think Look, that's a big deal. If you have so much money. Yes. You, you have to get rid of it. I'll help you. Why did I tell you where it's going if you don't want it? Yeah, sure. Throw it at me, man. You feel me? <laughs> no, Jennifer, I don't. You don't want it, obviously. Did <laughs> you just offer to pay for things that, that's not required? Then fine, give it to me. Yeah, no, I'm going to go ahead. Questions. I'm going to say no, this wouldn't fly. It wouldn't fly. But in the meantime, obviously she's not serious about this guy. Because if she was, she would have told him the truth, you know? She has to know he's going to break up with her after seeing this. Yeah, so yeah. She's done with him. She has to be done already. Yeah, right. facts. Right. Or the mortgage is like, he literally paid the last right. check. And she right. like, I could finally tell She was tell like, people. fine, I got my down payment for yeah, my house. I literally paid it off. It's done. <laughs> now I could tell everybody. Because if you really care, you wouldn't tell strangers before yeah. you tell him. Yeah, no, she doesn't care. And she, not like she was like talking behind one of the protective. You know, my boyfriend had been, uh, like her voice is muffled and it's just a dark shadow. It's like when they pixelate a voice. Yeah, it's a like, I don't know what protection like. program. <laughs> and it looked like she's seven feet tall. Really, she's five two. <laughs> she's sitting on the table. <laughs> Are you guys enjoying this so far? Kinda. <laughs> I hope so, because we're doing this every week. Every week. So that would make it four times a month. I didn't know that you moonlit as a calendar. (laughs) Make sure to send us your stories. If you come across a crazy post on any of your neighborhood apps, you know where to send it. Or if you have a personal story, send that too. And where should they send it, Candice? The link is in our bios. How can they find your bio? Where is it at? What's your Instagram name? Jokes by Candice. By this Chittadu Udaka. That's Chin, E-D-U-U-N-A-K-A. And y'all can go ahead, click that link in my bio, and send those stories right away. All right. Up next, we have got my favorite segment, which is our phone a friend. This is where Chin and I have one of our, man, hilarious friends come on, and they share a silly neighborhood story, either from the present or the past. We don't discriminate here. And we are very excited to have this special lady on today. I love her so much. She's not only hilarious, but she's also one of the nicest people I've ever met. She's very generous and kind, and we're just happy to have her here. Please put your virtual hands together for the hilarious Whitney Cummings, everybody. Yeah. By the way, special lady. No, that's just how your name is saved in my phone. (laughs) How much money do I owe you? And am I stealing from a black woman if I call my next special, special lady? That is just so funny to no, me. That's people, all yours. People always accuse me of doing too many specials, so it's also just funny. Like I'm, I'm the, the special, special lady. lady. That's yeah. just what I do. I'm, I like that special lady. 
I'm scared to tell the story. Is this a safe space? This is a safe space. It's a very safe I mean, only millions of people will, will be listen, listening to it. it. But uh, it's a very safe space. But they don't repost that. anything. They keep it in-house. Yep. I grew up in an apartment. So I'm used to noise. People walking above me, hookers in their Aldo shoes. I'm totally in acceptance that other people make noise and neighbors can right. be nuts. And I've dealt with a lot of crazy ones. So my bar is just high. And <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> But my dream in life was to have a home that didn't have noise. I get this place in Studio City outside of L.A. It's kind of in the suburbs. There's this huge yard. And then in the back, there was like a hill. And there were like 15 really tall, I think they're called cypress trees. And then there's these two giant pine trees. They're like 50 feet tall, like gorgeous, right? They've been there for ever. Mm-hmm. In L.A., you notice everyone's leaf blowing all the time. Yep. People blow their leaves in the other person's yard. The other person like blows them. To, like we're just blowing leaves back and, back and forth. Like no, I don't even know where they go. But everyone, so in LA, there's always this buzz of leaf blowing. One day I'm, in, I'm inside and I hear like, like leaf blowers and I hear there's like construction going on and I hear kind of like, it like sounds really close. Someone knocked on my door and was like, hey, just, are those gardeners in your yard? And I was like, what are you talking about? Like I don't have gardeners. Like I have sprinklers or something mm-hmm. and I, I I hear chainsaws but I literally I'm yeah at this point I'm like chainsaws then this like th- like this pit in my stomach just get, like I just sent something like something just felt weird are those gardeners in your yard and I instantly like something's wrong I, I run up to the back because it's a hill and there's trees blocking these other trees I run up three gardeners had uh, cut down no. ten of my trees no they were in like piles, including the pine trees. Oh. And these were, I'm just going to say it, these were these were undocumented workers, which a lot of people in L.A. just hire and pay nothing. Right. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like screaming at these people. And I realize, oh, this is not their fault. Do you know what I'm saying? No, right, right. Oh, they were definitely, told. Definitely not. For sure. To do this. Exactly. So I was like, what are you doing? He was like, oh, they, you know, the, our boss told us to cut down these trees. I'm like, but you had to climb a fence to get to them. So there was my fence. And then there was about seven feet. And then there was the row of trees and they were all in piles. Mm. And I'm like, so angry. Like, it's a kind of primal anger that I've never, it was understood. Like, I've never cared enough about something or felt so violent. It was just so weird and violating. What, what time was it that they were cutting down these it trees? It was like 2.15. It was like, and I was oh, in so he, he wanted you to find out. He wanted you to see it. He or wanted he you to see them. Like, or he had this, this thought I had a normal job for some reason and right. thought, oh, do it during the day. Most people work during oh, the day. Oh, yeah. He didn't realize what you do. Right. Yeah, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, that's when I'm home. So <laughs> so then I jump that fence to go into his yard. And as I'm running up to his house, I'm just like pulling out plants like a petulant <laughs> asshole. Just I just murdering. am like pulling, you know, like pulling. I'm pulling at roses and like cutting myself like this instinct to like get even. I'm like kicking at his trees. I go, I go to the front door and I'm banging on the door. I am irate. I totally disassociated. I'm so drunk on anger. I'm like banging yeah, on the door yeah. and nobody answers. So then I open the door and it's unlocked and I just storm in. No. And this cleaning lady, this cleaning lady is like, excuse me, ma'am. And I was like, where's, who's the owner of the house? And I, I don't know. I started talking like Elizabeth Holmes. I was like, where's the owner of the house? <laughs> Elizabeth Holmes. And I was in a Lululemon tank top with no bra, like as if that register of my voice was going to make anyone take me seriously. And then the woman goes, oh, the the wife, she's in, she's sleeping. She has a migraine. 
uh, she's in bed, 215. I'm like, who is she, me? Right. And then she was like, oh, the, I was like, who owns this house? Who ordered the, you know, gardeners to they do that? She's like, oh, they hit on my trees. But I was like, I just, who gives them the orders? And they're like, oh, whoever, the Russian guy, he's not home yet. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to wait here till he gets home. And I took her phone because mm-hmm. she was texting him. And I was like, I would like, and then I started texting with her phone. Like, I'm waiting for you. You cut down my trees. Oh my God. I'm standing at your doorway. Like, get, like, get ready. Like, this is going to get ugly or something. Yeah. Like, I just, and he drives up like 10 minutes later, parks and gets out. He looks exactly like Barry Katz. Uh, two people will get that. He's got a long blonde ponytail. He's wearing jeans with orange stitching on the side and cowboy boots. Like, this guy is, like, going to the club. At 4 o'clock. You know what I'm saying? He's, like, (laughs) 50-something, right? Cigar Like, Mm big-ass, like, belt buckle. And there's no urgency. He gets his groceries out of the back. He's walking really slow, like, Mm -hmm. trying to prove a point. Like, he's not rushed. He's not like, oh, man, there's a misunderstanding. Like, this guy wasn't even going to lie or try to placate me or go, oh, there must be a mistake. Like, at least lie. Right. He walks up to me. I'm like, excuse me, sir, you cut down my trees. He walks right past me, doesn't even look at me, hits my shoulder to my shoulder, (gasps) walks past me. (gasps) And I'm like, oh, I literally, then I run in front of him and I'm like, sir, I'm like, you cut down my trees. And he goes, how do you know they're your trees? Like super thick Russian accent. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't do impressions and I'm not, I can't. I'm (laughs) not like, now is not the time to start experimenting. Whitney's like, brah, brah. How you I'm not know this is your tree, man? I'm Russian. <laughs> he was just so cartoonishly menacing. And I was like, you cut down my trees. He goes, how do you know that you're trees? And I was like, because there's a fence in between. He goes, how do you know the fence is in the right place? Mm. And I was like, what? what? Like, literally, is it what gaslighting are you, you? Talking? That's not you a told, fence. Well, it wasn't. Gaslighting <laughs> usually has like a modicum of logic that works. Right, he was right. just like, nope. They put the, they probably put the fence in the wrong place. Like what? And then I was like, well, there's a survey I can show it to you. He's like, well, I would like to get another survey. I'm like, what? <laughs> like it was just the most blatant. He knew he had all the leverage in the world because you, at that point, it's really, you know, like oh, I'm going to call the police. Am I going to court? Am I going to sue this person? And I have to live next to this person, right? Yeah. So then I go downstairs. I like call everyone's like that's illegal. That is so wildly illegal. I you know call the police like. You know, the police are like, that's insane. They go to his house. All this stuff happens. And then he still will not engage in any way with anybody. The police go to his house. He won't answer the door. Like, he's just, like, totally unfazed. So I snap because I'm having to clean up. These trees are in piles. They just, like, left him there. There's still a chainsaw there. Mm. So I storm into his house later that night at, like, 6 o'clock. And I'm like, excuse me, sir. I need to talk to you. Like, I just am like, if there are going to be no boundaries... I'm just going to storm into your house. If you're going to come to my yard and cut down my shirt, right. I'm just going to come and like confront you in your face. And I was going to do like a voice memo and be like, sir, can you please tell me? Cause I said, well, this is illegal. He goes, great. See you in court. Like he just said that to me and then walked in his house. Like, what do you do with that? Right. So I storm in his house again at six o'clock, like with some things ready in my head. You know, when you like leave a fight and you think of yeah. the comebacks, like an hour later, you got to have ah, notes. Yeah. You got to have those yeah, notes. I got to restart this fight because I had this banger of a comeback. Oh, I'm going to hit him with this. Then I'm going to get him with this. And then he yes. said this. I wish he'd say this. I'm like, Cause I wasn't, pu- 
positive that it was illegal. Like white women, we just know to say something's illegal, even if we have no idea. Mm-hmm. But but then I actually did research, so I because I was like, if he doesn't, if he thinks I don't know what I'm talking about, he's just gonna take advantage. So I was like, then I was like, here's why it's illegal. I'm like practicing as I'm walking up the hill to storm this house. I I he doesn't answer the door. I ring the doorbell. Intercom. It's me. Would like to talk. And then I open the door. Storm in. You just sit in his man's house, huh? <laughs> There's a TV on the ceiling. And then the room has these kind of clear shelves sort of in the on the wall. And there's like lotions that have pumps like Luberderm, Cetaphil, stuff like that. And I look down and there's a a girl who seemed like she was like 13 or 14. Oh, no. In a hospital bed hanging off the bed, like half of her body's hanging off the bed. Oh, no. And she's got some kind of thing like palsy or... I don't know what it is, but the room is set up like a hospital room. Mm-hmm. Like, this is her life, right? And I just look at her, and the first thing I said, I just went, ah, god damn it. Like, like how am I going to do this, man? How could I be mad? Like, god damn it. Okay. And in my head, I was like, the first thing I said is like, okay, could he have hired someone to pretend to An be actor? a handicapped child? Just to win this. Just to win. Just to, he knew your button. He was like, this would get her. Because I was like, the handicap central casting. Like, there's like a ramp that goes to a, like a patio or like an outdoor deck. And then there's a view of like Universal City Walk and where he cut down my trees. There was like a view. So I go, oh, he wanted a better view for his handicapped child. Is oh. probably what's going on here. Yeah. Well, he could have said that. And my, I literally am like, okay, let me make sure this girl's really struggling. I was like, hi. Like, I, I don't want to know what, what you, you did. Do a ball? <laughs> I like tried to see how Catch. like men- mentally she is. <laughs> I'm like, ridiculous. You're this bad house. Messing with his paralyzed daughter. Let me make sure she's like, paralyzed. What's your name? What's your name? Like, I'm. She's totally like unresponsive, and oh, I'm like, no. do you like to look out on the deck? Like, I'm trying to oh, get no. her to tell me that she loves. Would the they view, get out so the I- house? <laughs> Go home, lady. The fact that she didn't believe is hilarious. Well, I was. I just wanted to make sure my assumption. You wanted to see the view. The view. Because if she, if she just went, I hate going outside, or I hate the view, or I'd never go out there. You like, would be yeah. like, wait she, a second. Or if yeah. I saw that she was like fully handicapped and couldn't even be rolled out, <laughs> I would the deck, know. The deck. You like the deck? The deck? Is that your spot? So I then I talked to this lawyer. So the lawyer's like, hey, this is a felony. Basically, each of these trees is worth so much and to replace They're irreplaceable because of how old they are. Oh, wow. So it would be like 800. You'd be suing him for like $800,000. <gasps> like, there's no way anyone has that. You're right. going to have to put a lien on his house. Mm. And he was straight up, by the way. This now makes a lawyer worth everybody. He goes, this is also a crazy Russian guy. Do you really want to live next to a crazy Russian guy that you're suing? Right. And so I didn't end up doing it. And I ended up moving. I literally moved. I, because I, of that I, whole situation? the whole situation? Yeah. It was on TMZ. Like, they were calling neighbors and stuff. Like, all this crazy stuff happened. And I ended up moving. Oh, my God. Um, because I was just, like, too scared to live next to him. Not only because of what he did, but then what I did was so crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was just like, oh, I... 
yeah, I just can't be near this person because I'm just going to keep losing my mind and doing illegal shit. Right. But it was, uh, yeah, it was just like a, it was just a wild, <laughs> like, I was like, I can't even, I don't even know how to defeat this enemy. So I surrender. Like I right. win. It was a smart, I think know. it was a smart thing to do. I think it was a very smart move. You would have definitely ended up in that guy's uh, freezer. It wouldn't be her name on the comedy store Maybe wall. It'd be her actual his hit daughter. <gasps> Maybe that wasn't his daughter. Maybe that was the last woman whose trees he cut down. He kept her. Oh, he kept her. Like yeah, misery. You could have been like her. He, he handicapped her. He hobbled her. her. <laughs> like He's Kathy Bates in misery. Mm-hmm. Or, I was like, or, I don't want to be hanging off a bed. <laughs> it's about to remember that for the rest of yeah, your life. That's going to fuck you up for the rest of the day. <laughs> what if the last thing you saw before you moved to your new place is you looked up at the na- the Russian neighbor's house in the window and you saw the girl walking upright? <laughs> Reading, oh. er, reading Ernest Hemingway. <laughs> nah, she's, she's break dancing. <laughs> this is why people go like shoot up post offices. Like shit, like this happened. It's a she yes. Kaiser so said you. <laughs> just no, she's just flicking. She's looking at me, just like flicked me off. Mm-hmm. Like now what, bitch? It does get you put on the epic story list because that was that was fantastic. that was one of our best, to be honest. Yes. The, I mean, the turn that it took yes. was uh, quite amazing, if I do say so. It was myself. an emotional roller coaster. Now we do have a question for you, though. Would you like to hang out for our other segment, which is kind of related to this segment? Um, in, in your story, you have some Karen behaviors. This one's called Karen of the Week. <laughs> Would you like to stay around? Like a true Karen, I'm going to see John Legend. Do not be late. I would say go get ready for your concert yes. so you can really enjoy yourself. Yes. And parking might be horrible. And uh, let us know how it goes. You were amazing. Thank you for doing this. Do you want to plug anything? And where can people find you? I, I know they know where to find you, but on social media, but uh, plug anything. I would say just call a human resources department and maybe just if you need to work through what you just heard, call <laughs> HR. Elizaslessinger.com. Uh, Hilarious. <laughs> I love you. Bye, Whitney. All right, up next, we have our Karen of the Week segment. We like to give out an award for the most Karenist of the Karens. That's right. Now, a Karen could be somebody who is being racist, um, rude. Real Kareny. Yeah, just real <laughs> assholey, you know, rasshole. Ras, rasshole <laughs> uh, A rich. <laughs> this poser reads Coworker Karen. I recently joined a fast growing healthcare company. I referred a candidate I worked with years ago, also a friend who was a good match for an open position. My friend was offered the job, but I later learned that she intends to keep the full-time position she currently occupies while signing on for a full-time position at my company. When I made the referral, I had no reason to believe my friend would behave in this manner, and she remains undeterred despite my advice. Now that I'm aware of her plans, should I warn my employer? I'm worried about the potential fallout for her and also that my reputation at the company could be tarnished if they find out. Is this Karen behavior or not, Candace? It is very Karen behavior simply because that's none of your business. That's none of your business. And that we know that that's what Karens love doing. Oh, so you're saying the person who is worried is being a Karen. The person who is worried about warning their employer is the Karen for sure. I would agree. I I would say 
Mind your business. Mind your business. You know, Karen's if you refer... love sticking their noses places right. where they don't belong. Exactly. Like now, it does depend. So it's two different situations. Now, if there's a situation where your friend in her work history mm-hmm. has shown that she's nothing but the utmost professional, mm-hmm. she does her work, mm-hmm. she does it well, efficiently, then mind your huh. business. Right. You the worry is that oh, my friend is might be like a bad worker or lazy. Yeah. You're worried your friend might be working too hard. Right. <laughs> like, well, like, just calm down. You're worried your friend might be making too much money. Exactly. <laughs> she mad she got two jobs. Yeah. She was like, I should have thought of that. I should have thought, exactly. Should I tell my employer? No, motherfucker, sit your ass down. <laughs> this is a Karen behavior, though, for sure. Now, but how many acts to managers would you give this, Karen? Just to even think that my friend could be contemplating this in her head mm-hmm. makes me very mad. Because it's like, that's shady. Like, I can't, that's a... That is shady. That's shady. That like, you're shady. thinking about snitching on me right now. Facts. And I didn't do anything to you. I'm going to give her a five because that's not cool. Six. I'm going with six. I'm going to give her a four just because she didn't actually do it. She's actually reaching out for opinions. She may have done it. I think this person's worried about her own, you know, upward movement in that company or something. So I don't think she did it. She's actually like, yo, should I, guys? And I think after enough comments, she might be deterred. Um, I think she'll be fine. But yeah, it's one of them, you know, kiss asterisk type people, man, you know. Yeah. Hate hate to see it. This lady. I gave her about a five. She ain't being racist or nothing, you know. No. She's just being a bad friend. Well, you're Karen. Chill out, man. Mind your business. NYB. Now, this is my favorite segment, Candace. Do you know why it's my favorite? I do, but I don't want to ruin it for the listeners. Well, because, you know, I'm just a big fan of good people. Just people that genuinely want to see others do well, because we're all in it together. You know, we're citizens of the earth. Yep, and we always see the negative stuff. Yeah, I'm tired of the negative. So this is why we always close with a great heartwarming story. It's like pouring tomato soup over your arteries. Now. This is our Won't You Be My Neighbor segment. So go ahead, put on um, a, a nice, uh, thick wool socks and slip into your favorite Crocs. Now, this post reads, a 14-year-old uses a 3D printer to create a prosthetic hand for his friend. The aspiring young engineer in New Jersey used the printer to help his friend who's missing multiple fingers on one hand. Hmm. Prosthetics can cost anywhere between $3,000 to $30,000. This young man spent most of the summer designing the piece that eventually allowed his friend to pick up his mother car keys for the first time. <laughs> Why are you laughing, you animal? The designer's mother said the boy has had an inventive streak his entire life and that he hopes to attend Drexel University to pursue a career in engineering. <laughs> Go ahead, Candace. What's the problem? What's your question? I'm like, what if he made them a hand that can only pick up car keys? <laughs> that didn't make no sense. Oh, That's just all like, it does. It's just like, it's just it stuck can't in place. Type. It's just, it needs loops. <laughs> it can't anything else up but car It's still keys. better than no hands. And he's like, this is useless. Well, my first thought, Candace, <laughs> was why was his mother key so important? It wasn't about driving or nothing. Just picking them up. Yeah, no, that wouldn't be the first thing I picked up. Oh, man. If you fix my head, man, turn off the lights, <laughs> close the blinds. It's been a while since I had my right head back. <laughs> Give me the jerkins. Let us get reacquainted. 
Oh, what you talking about? I'm talking about rubbing lotion, just, you know, to go uh, out. I'm a big fan of uh, uh, taking care of my skin. I probably would have grabbed for some food. I probably would have had a handshake with everybody, with my landlord, just yeah. random people. And I feel like just any hand gestures, like uh, hailing Ooh, a taxi. I would have joined a gang after I got my hand back. Yep. All right, man, I got to use these fingers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> got to put these to use. I'd be pushing all the buttons on the elevator. I, I would have joined <laughs> all the gangs. Like, you can't, why are you in five gangs? Two of them beefing. <laughs> I'm like, look, man, I'm going to throw every side I can. I got my fingers back, Got my baby. fingers back, man. Um, this kid's amazing, First of man. all, he's a genius. He is a genius. He's using a 3D printer at 14 years old and yeah. made a working, like, there's video of it. Like, the fingers curled like a hand. Yep. He did a great job. You know what's crazy is that maybe, like, in 50 to 75 years, 3D printers will be very common. And sophisticated. Oh, you could just go down to your local bars and those, like, hey, you might have Print ahead real quick. <laughs> They're like, that's gonna be ten dollars. Ten dollars. You just printed one last week. Just for a hand? There's some bullshit. You just selling black market hands. I got on a the whole street. body down at the library, man. I can print a whole new body. Candace, what did you learn today? I learned that you can train an iguana to attack somebody. That is true. I learned there's iguanas out here gangbanging, man. Put it on for the set. Violent iguanas. Violent iguanas. I think it's genius. Yeah. If you have somebody that you need to put hands on, put some iguana hands on them because you'll get away with it. You'd be like, that iguana just stole my eyeball. You're like, did he? That's crazy. He's never done that before. It doesn't sound like Steve. Is that iguana trained? And he's just reading a book like he was doing nothing. Then he hands you the eyeball you put in your jar of other eyeballs from past neighbors. Just have a street of neighbors with eye patches. Is That's what you learned? Yeah. <laughs> I think you we you learned, learned all that on this, ep- this one year episode, this huh? I think this episode. Nosy Neighbors comes out every Thursday, only on Spotify. Be sure to hit that follow button on Spotify so you never miss an episode. Nosy Neighbors with me, Chinadu Unaka. And me, Candace Thompson. Is a Spotify original podcast. We executive produced the show. Thank you to our lead producer, Allison Johnson, and our producer, Tierra Darnell. Matthew Chilelli edits the show. Cornelia Stradwick does writing and research for us. Our executive producer from Spotify is Jita Dalbeck. A special thanks to Robert Adler, Dan Behar, Casey Simonson, Kelly Cow, and Courtney Gilbert. And make sure to follow Nosy Neighbors only on Spotify.